This is the MLW Radio Network. Hey, this is former WWE superstar and ECW original, The Blue Meanie. And Josh Chernoff. And uh, we're excited to announce that Mind of the Meanie is now powered by the MLW Radio Network. Myself and Josh Chernoff will bring you a show every week where we talk about everything from wrestling, movies, sports, and useless knowledge. But most importantly, we have a great group of neighbors there with front row material. Absolutely. Front row material. We've got Mike Freeland. We've got Mikey Whipwreck. And we have got hashtag... This is Jerry Lynn. You're welcome again for that. I love to be here with you guys. I'm glad to call you neighbor. Maybe I'll stop over for uh, some extra coffee or a cup of sugar or have a slice of dropped pie. Ditto. Please tune into Mind and the Meanie. Please keep supporting Front Row Material and we'll be a part of this great MLW radio network. It's time to start your day the right way with Front Row Material. Starring ECW legends Jerry Lynn and Mikey Whipwreck. Now, let's welcome your host, Mike Freeland. I am not even going to comment on the way that spoon exited your mouth, but Mikey there was Whipwreck... Nothing... Oh. That was My, totally innocent. Oh, okay, sure. As you paused right there to make direct eye contact with me. Uh-huh. I did not. You did. You did. There, you gave me that loving look. Uh, I know what it's nothing, like. No, there was nothing UX seductive division, about that at all. Mm-hmm. What, here again with the X Division. Just saying, man, I've heard things. Mikey, Mikey, are you there? You started a trend now by laying in bed while you do the show. He is now going to be laying in bed as he does the show. Uh, well, that's no, I'm not, no, I'm not laying in bed. You're not laying in bed. Okay. My wife is in bed because this is late. I know. I'm tired. (laughs) Overworked? Actually, yes. Today, well, today was regular yard work with mowing the yard and stuff. But the last two days before that was uh, pressure washing the deck. Nice. And you've seen how big the deck is. The deck is over 30 feet long. How big is your deck? I don't know, but it's... Isn't that kind of personal? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what, is with the con- what is with the constant X Division references? No, there's there's <laughs> nothing. Turn your damn camera on there, uh, Mr. Whipwreck. No. I'd, I would like to see your wonderful glowing smile. Well, I'm sitting in the living room in the dark, so you wouldn't see shit. Oh, in okay. In the dark, wow. Wow, in the dark, you've been very mysterious tonight. No, not really. <laughs> just don't feel like just... get up to turn the fucking light on. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> wow. Trying to save oh. electricity. Well, it's good to hear both your voices again. It's good to have you guys both here. That's your third eyeglass shift since we've started. It's Look a at habit. that. Yeah, I just can tell. Readers. They're just readers. Oh, so. they're just readers. Okay. Yeah. You run a podcast. What the fuck are you reading? Um, <laughs> I was well earlier. I was reading, and I just had them on my head. Oh, okay. But yes, so yes, I am tired because I've been doing a lot of work the last this this wow these last few days have really kicked my butt. So I really think that you need to get that hot tub you've been talking about. You need to get something. That's down the road. That's probably two years down the road. Do you have a jet tub in the house? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's even better. A jet. You tub. talked about that last week. You act like yeah. you, you didn't know that. No, I. 
a hot tub would be better because then it's always ready. The jet tub, you know, I don't know how much water it takes to fill it, but it takes a little bit. But if you want it deep enough. but Yeah, I can't sit in my tub. It's too small. It's either it's too small or I'm too big. I'm not quite sure, but I'm going with it's too small. Well, how tall are you? 5'10". Yeah, it's probably too small. What are you laughing uh-huh. at? Mike, yeah, you what are, yeah, what are you laughing at, Wheezy? <laughs> nope, nothing. Nope. Yeah, right. Oh my god. I can read his mind already. So uh so Mikey, what's going on with you, man? What's new? Jack shit. Yeah? I don't believe you. So. I need to I need to freaking decompress. Me too. Have you guys ever um now I know Jerry has. Mikey, have you ever gone to a chiropractor? No, once. Once, Jerry, that have you me up like you wouldn't believe? I said fuck this bunch of fucking quacks. Well, what I, the reason well, why I, I don't feel like practicing to find one. No, <laughs> no that guy was no good. <laughs> well, not that guy. Wait, are you saying you... <laughs> not that guy either? <laughs> oh my God. Are you saying you felt worse after a visit? Oh, brutal. Well, yeah, because. If they get you back in place, you are going to hurt worse a few days because your body was, your muscles were so used to being out of place. Correct. They're needing to be realigned. Jerry, have you ever, uh, and, and, and one of the topics that I want to talk about uh, is a wrestler's body. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like he's got the chiropractor at his house. That's hell. Okay. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus criminy. Have you uh have you ever had something called um scraping done before, Jerry? Or do you know of athletes who get scraping done? It's also known as Gashaw. Never heard of it. The only scraping I've ever had done is at the dentist. Oh Jesus. So a little touch her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> On those crocodilian teeth. Uh, what I was going to say is I myself am, am going to be – I'm looking into a chiropractor. My sister said that she knows a member from her clergy who is a chiropractor, so she may be able to, to get me in. But um, this thing called gashaw is actually when they take this uh, tool at the chiropractors and they, they scrape it on your skin. Okay, But anyway, what happens is it takes all the stagnant blood that's inside your muscles and it raises it to the surface. So evidently, we have a lot of stagnant blood if you have a lot of muscle issues, or you can have a lot of uh, stagnant blood. Fl- what in the okay. fuck? What kind of it's a chiropractor going to start fucking with your shashoga. Your shashoga? Yep. <laughs> and, your, and your monster factory, too. You have stagnant blood. So I'm going to go to a fucking chiropractor. Please, no. scrape the shit out of me. Just well, scrape me across the parking lot. What kind of a tool is it? Is it a little piece of metal? It can be metal. They actually can use uh, a ram horn. The uh, what? Yeah, some of them are ram horns. It's called gashaw. This and what like a giant fucking gimmick. That no. sounds like being humbled. <laughs> oh, <laughs> ram horn. <laughs> oh, look, a big horn. Can I borrow so- your horn for my <laughs> sugar? Gashaw, gashaw. <laughs> this is terrible. I'm trying to have a serious medical conversation. It's uh, it's called Gashaw. Um, you're trying to tell me that you're trying to have a serious medical discussion. Talking about a fucking wow. horn, fucking horn again. Oh my god, how much barefoot have you drank? 
Not enough. <laughs> you were so slurred right there. How are we supposed to have a medical condition with the horn of a ram? I'm a little sad. You've never sounded so good. This is terrible. That's the smartest thing I've heard all week. Jesus Christ, I feel like giving you some sobriety test before we start recording. You're a fucking chiropractor getting your fucking ram board shoved up your ass. I never <laughs> said it was going to go up your ass. <laughs> I never said it was going to go up your ass. I mean, if we just from the clergy, that's great. Well, I don't know who does it from the clergy, but they, they, I don't even know if they practice Kashaw. I know they're a chiropractor, but uh, I'm going to see if she can, uh, if he or she can Kashaw me. Um, because I need that badly. To show you that's what you want? (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Massage me with the Ramborn. That's it. Yeah. I'm going to send you... You know what? I'm going to send you two fuckers some videos from the show. Don't send me anything. Yeah, so there's all... There's all different kinds. You can actually use... um, there's these so plastic. You, could, you, you can use sandpaper. You can use a cheese grater. Cheese grater. You have all different kinds of tools. You know, some stagnant blood. You know, stagnant if your blood, blood. stagnates too much, you get mosquito. Man, there's. There, I'm seeing some pictures here of people who have really benefited from the the gashaw. Like, how does it? I mean. So what happens is. If you have a lot of muscle tension and tightness and maybe you have a torn muscle, okay? And what they do is they take this device when there's several of them. And they gashaw. I don't know if it's called they gashaw you, but (coughs) the the technique is called gashaw. I'm big into this medical stuff now. I'm going to show you guys a picture. This sounds sounds very medical to me. Actually, I think the trainer at work has done that. On me. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. With a little piece of metal, he'll. With a little piece of metal. When he's. uh, You're talking about a ram horn, though. No, not a ram horn. No, no, but they can. They can. (laughs) (laughs) That's what happened to Brian. I take the shot. I take the shot I ran. (laughs) I take the ram horn. I take it now. Shut up your ass. Make you humble. Wow. Oh, sounds like the very elusive Middle Eastern ram horn. Here's a picture of a woman who got oh. Gashaw treatment uh, on her back to help her. Oh, my God. That doesn't look like fun. No, I'm not. No, it, it's helping her. All of that blood yeah. that comes to the skin when it comes to the surface, yes. I believe um, it's, it's a rash. Yeah, road rash. No, stop it. Road rash. Is it called? Pekia or something or other. Anyway, it's supposed to help you. Well, that'd be like I the trainer also did cupping. Cupping, yes. Cupping yeah. is another thing they do. Yeah. And that brings the blood to the surface. Correct. Uh, Kenny. Kenny does a lot of cupping. Yeah, he's be- done it on me a couple times. See? Kenny's cupped Jerry. See? No, See, no. It's I a mean very normal doc. thing. <laughs> oh, the doc did. Okay. I would let Kenny cup yeah. me. I mean, he's experienced in it. I mean, I'm fine with I, that. Yeah. And then I come home and Pam says, who gave you all the hickeys? <laughs> You're terrible. But this helps. This helps. This really helps you. It helps because um, when you work out and you build muscle, 
basically you're breaking you're breaking the fibers down, and then those fibers have to rebuild up. I swear to God, if that's a thing of, of uh, open nuts, I'm hanging this call up. What? I thought you were reaching for another snack, Jerry. <clears throat> no, no. Did you finish that ice cream? Yeah, there wasn't much left. Nice. So Jerry, so Jerry is familiar with guasha. <laughs> what in sweet Jesus is this? This is creepy. I cannot tell you my eyeballs. So I can't believe the shit I'm seeing. Oh my god, this is like Doctor Mikey. He looks like he's in a straitjacket. Yeah, oh. it's like something out of Doctor Who. This is a uh, wow. Clockwork Orange. Wow. <laughs> wow. And he's gone. I don't know if he wants the blood to be to the surface of his eyes. Um, I hate an orange. <laughs> oh no, not another orange. Oh Jesus. What? Yeah, so this this Guasha stuff is the real deal. Oh. <laughs> oh, you have another elderly just, injury. I just dropped a pound of those little fucking cherry tomatoes all over the floor. Son of a bitch. Oh, no. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh. Are you able to bend over to pick them up? Well, I'm going to get down. I'm going to be able to get back up after this. <clears throat> get the ram's horn. I'm going to get the ram horn up here right now. <clears throat> Let me pull this up here. How do you spell Gasha? G-U-A-S-H-A. Gasha. I thought you were going to say M-O-N-S-T-E-R-F-A. That wasn't. That wasn't what? What the hell are you doing? Hi. I dropped all these cherry tomatoes on the floor. I was trying to get an orange and... It fell down, and then it made a mess. He's fucked. Oh, <laughs> I might need help getting up. <laughs> Did you hear her voice? Yes. She's like, what are what you doing? Hell? No, it was, what the hell are you doing? Oh. <laughs> Only Mikey could, could spill. You might have No! Why? I'm not going to eat it. It was a three-minute rule. I'm sure it took you longer than that to get down there. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> It'll take you twice as long to get up. Good luck. <laughs> Just take a look and walk away. Son of a bitch. Oh, I stepped on one. Oh, yuck. Yuck, oh. yuck. And he's got a texture issue. Yeah, I mean, I mean, get out of here. Stepping on the tomatoes. Oh, these are some scary looking ram's horns. Okay, so Hold that's on. a ram's horn for Gashaw. I they think have my, some for facial stuff. Yes. So it's a Why? real it's it's the real thing. You know what? Here's what you're gonna do, Jerry. I want you to talk to Kenny, and I want you to talk to uh, who else probably is getting a little older. Um, talk to Frankie and just say, hey, do you got or or even Christopher Daniels and say, have you ever had Gashaw done or Guashaw? And they'll tell you all about it. I need to get it done. I'm just gonna ask the doc if that's what it's called. What he does with that little deal thing scraping or gashaw you'll say yes. i'm not a freak jerry huh you'll say i'm not a freak jerry okay yeah you're right you say you'll he say, uses a metal device on you it's like a little piece of metal he holds in his hand and does it's, it with it's that a, it's a probe no mikey thinks everything goes in the ass Every single thing. Look, look, you're talking about, so if, look, if I'm bent over, you might get worked on. This guy moves out like a ram horn. I'm getting a little freaking nose. <laughs> but you won't even see it coming. That's the thing. You're laying well, face down, and he's going to gashaw your back. 
Well, like Jerry said that one joke that one time, you got one hand on each shoulder. <laughs> and then gush. <laughs> Jerry, does he use it? Is, is it two pieces he uses or just one piece? It looks like just one little piece of metal. Okay, because I'm going to pull this up here. Yeah, so I've got uh, I've got some deltoid issues. I uh, used to work out, and from time to time, I won't be able to lift my arms up, like up oh. at all, to put a shirt on. That sounds like rotator cuff issues. Like when I like Jerry, look at me. <clears throat> when I my, I'm like this, you know, uh-huh. I, I I can't. I can't do this with either one of them. When you it's do like, that, you look like No Neck Nick from 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> Jesus. Really? Really? We're going back to that? <laughs> oh my God. No Neck Nick. I bought uh, I bought him a thing of shampoo. It's called Ed and Shoulders. Oh, terrible. Now, Jerry, Jerry, take a look at that, that metal piece. Is that what, what uh, he, he uses on you? Where? It's next to the ram horn. Wait, did you send me the picture? Yes, I sent it in the group chat. <laughs> oh, let me look here. Where's your giant fucking sunglasses? What are you talking about my giant fucking sunglasses? You know, those fucking things you wear. The ones that no, go over top my regular glasses? Yeah. You look like the grandmother from the nanny. Those fucking giant glasses. What are you talking about? Do you mean the, the shades that go over your regular glasses? No, those look cool. <laughs> those look cool. Let me go get them. Hold on. Why? Are you saying that they are a bad thing? They look kind of ridiculous. I don't have the money to get prescription glasses right now, so I have to do the shades that go over top of the glasses. All right, hold on. Let me get it. God damn it. I'm caught up in this cord. Shit. And I have to talk to you about my inner thigh rug burn I got today when I went walking. Hold on. I looked up a website. You know, I can say this for for, – because I'm a chubby guy myself. He can't lift his arms because he's fat. (laughs) <laughs> oh, he gets rug rash. He gets burned between his thighs because he's fat. <laughs> I can. I understand how it is. I don't think he heard you. I didn't hear shit. I was go getting my glasses. What? What happened? I said you're probably having problems because you're fat. Holy shit! <laughs> oh my god! You just fucking came right out with it. Well, yep. I, look, I'm a fucking chunk. I can say it too. It's like you have, you know, me and Gene, uh, Jerry Lynn over here. What? We have the in shape one of the team here. Well, I don't mean like free him a little bit, you know. Chunky. Hold on. Wait a second. I'm going to ask for a pause here. Just because I have a little inner thigh rash from my walk today doesn't necessarily mean anything. I think it was the fabric of the clothes I was wearing. You can't lift your arms. That has nothing to do with me being a little. Yeah, you have booby problems. Okay, well, the tit thing is – okay, I will give you that. The tit thing is an issue. But here, I'm going to put the glasses on so Jerry yeah, can Rick see. Yeah, Ric Flair, look like he's about to give somebody a blowjob on your shirt. That's it. I'm done. That's it. I'm out of here. You, <laughs> you sick son of a bitch. I hope you fucking drop a whole salad on your floor. <laughs> Jerry, come on. Look at that shirt. What's on the shirt? You can't see his shirt? What's on it? It's Ric Flair with his mouth open. He's going to go woo, but it's like it looks like he's about to give somebody a blowjob. That's it. We're done. Oh, He's trying to say that my tit is making Ric Flair's head like, stick out. You can go oh. fuck yourself. Hold on. This is what I'm talking about. Here are the glasses. They're glass. <laughs> they're sunglasses that go over top. They look like for cataracts. Like, like, yeah, they're for cataracts. No, they're not for cataracts, Jerry. They're nice. They were a dollar at everything's a dollar. 
They're nice. <laughs> I don't see the issue here. That may be one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. Stranger danger. Stranger danger. Mm-hmm. Look at the reflection off those fucking things. Looks like the human fly. I think they look pretty cool. That's just my opinion. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't have... Okay, well, it makes so- your head look smaller. And and you can go fuck yourself a second time. Holy shit. With my ram horn. Gashaw, well, gashaw. Jesus, this is terrible. You know what? I tried to interject a little bit of health into the show, but you know what? Fuck you know it what? now. We're I done. actually think I found the instrument to use. They don't it's, call it an instrument in the biz. Well, it does here. It's a massage warehouse is the, the website, and it's Hawk Grips Individual Instruments. Do you realize that that place has been raided by the feds like 12 times? Massage warehouse? Yes. For what? Do I need to go into detail, Jerry Lynn? Is that where you ordered your sunglasses? That's it. <laughs> Why are, do you have an issue with this? Why is this a big deal? These are not your grandma type of gla- uh, over-the-top sunglasses. You know what's good? Put it back up there again. Put them on top of your head. No, not there. On top of your head. Look, at hide your bald spot. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what? You eating your Cheerios. Jesus. Yes, those are cherry tomatoes. So, yeah, I guess I probably cherry tomatoes? Have. Well, those oh, are like pretty good, too. Yeah. yeah, those are good. So let's get back to the guashaw. So, so you enough found – enough, enough with the ram horn. It doesn't have to be a ram horn, Jerry. The doc uses a, uh, a metal piece on Jerry. There we go. There we go, Jerry. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. Jerry shows things on his phone like my mom does. What? Jesus Christ! It looks like a freaking chisel. Yeah, that looks a little. That looks a little shit. Two hundred and sixty-three dollars. Well, that's the that's the whole set. Right. <clears throat> I want to get like Chuck Tasche on the show. He was the former trainer for WCW. Are you familiar with him, Jerry? No, I'm not. Okay. Who was the oh, official trainer name? for ECW? His name was Chuck Tashe, and he was with WCW. Oh, I think, yeah, I think I remember him. What? Do you remember Chuck Tashe? No, not a chance. What was his name? Chuck Tashe. Oh, Chuck, yeah, I remember I that. I didn't fucker. hear you say the name the first time. Because you were paying too much attention to that Hustler of Hollywood website you're on right now. It's not that. It's So methodic. you have been... You have been guashawed before then, correct? I think so, and it doesn't okay. feel good. It hurts, actually. It hurts, like It looks like that thing helps you put your shoe on. Yeah, it looks like Does a shoe it, on. Do you feel better afterwards, Jerry, though? I think so. I don't I don't know. I think every time he works on me, I'm better. I'll just say that. What? Unfucking believable I swear. I mean, it's painful when it's being done. Right, because what it's trying to do is take stagnant <clears throat> blood. Out right. of the muscle, so the muscle right. can heal. Right. Yes. So, Mikey's, you're not even down for any of that, are you? Nope. Are you one of those people who's, like, anti-doctor completely? I don't like people touching me. So we, well, we, we, I understand that, and that's fine. But are you are you anti-doctor in general? Like, would, do you go for, like, a yearly physical? Every now and then. And I'm going to take this and no. Jerry, do you go for a yearly physical? Yes, I get my wellness checkup every year. Good deal. Good man. Which sometimes I don't want to. I don't blame you. Because, you know, getting to the age where every time you go, it seems like something else is wrong. 
So if I don't go, nothing's wrong. Yeah, it's an excellent way of looking at your health. If I don't go, <laughs> there's nothing wrong. Excellent. So glad we're passing this information on to listeners. Uh, well, that's like... I got great peripheral on these things, too, when I wear them. This is awesome. It's like no light shines in on the side. So that's like if you don't drink or smoke or have any bad habits, someday you'll die of nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody dies from lack of breath. Oh, you're right. Wow. That is very profound. Thank you. I got a little trivia question for you both. What are two wrestlers that Ram says? <laughs> two wrestlers. Ram Jam, Mickey Rooney. Wait, are we start talking about wrestling? Yeah, we're going to talk about wrestling. We're, after well, we get to we this, all I w- first. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you. I appreciate that. Twenty-eight minutes into the goddamn show, and welcome to another episode of Who's Front Row Material. Yeah, that's 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 what we call an icebreaker. Because when okay. people picked up the podcast today, yeah. I can't wait to hear them talk about the Gashaw. <laughs> I just thought I would uh, educate people on uh, different techniques that are like big right now in the health industry. Thought I was just going to bring something, another layer, another element to the show. Okay. Because Jerry's always you look seeing like a it. Just need the leather hat. First, 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 I'm fat. Ric Flair's doing a woo because I have huge tits. I didn't now I look like a tits. gay biker. You're such a supportive friend. So what are two wrestlers that uh, use the phrase, people are going to die in their right. promos? We have to uh, do the open. I did the goddamn open. I got to do oh. it again? Welcome oh. to another episode of I'm always, a big, fan of, I'm always a big fan of the clothes. Who were the two wrestlers that make references to people are going to die? Jerry, your turn. The Murder Hawk, Lance, and yes. Smothers. Correct. Exactly. Very good. I thought that was something that those two have in common. Mm-hmm. And what's this, what's the what is that leading to? More wrestling just, talk? It's just yeah, more wrestling talk. Are you having difficulties with my segueing here? First I try to talk about health. Then you spilled fucking salad all over the floor. He tossed the salad. He did. He tossed the salad. <laughs> With my foot. <laughs> you no, kinky, kinky bastard. Oh, my gosh. So I'm cranky. I can't fucking help it. I've been having some. You've been having what? I've been having <laughs> Oh, here we go. Some truth was coming out of his mouth. He can't even talk. He's having some what? What are you having? I've just I've been in pain lately, so I've just I'm not very happy. Cranky Mike oh. is in full effect. Would you like oh. to share with us? No. I'm telling you why I'm cranky. <laughs> oh my god. Nope. Don't want to share with you. Alright. So what I want to talk about wrestling related this week is who were some of the guys that uh you know that would go to the gym, you know, once you get into a town who were just well, really me out of the conversation. <laughs> I'll be back at ten. Yeah, go get yourself another orange. Do you believe one night, Jerry, this bastard told me that he was eating a five pound bag at cuties? Yes. During production. And then after he ate the cuties, he had a bowl of uh, golden grams. 
Well, the cuties are small. You can go through quite a few of those. Five pounds is still five pounds. Oh, five pounds. Five Jeez. pound bag. Man. And he no says. Chunky Mackey. Absolutely. He says, Ric Flair, it looks like he's giving a blowjob on my shirt. What a sack of shit. All right. So what are some wrestlers that you know that were just hardcore with roll into town, got to find a gym, who would just absolutely not take it easy, maybe go back to the hotel, but were like emphatic on, no, I have to work out. Whether someone comes with me or not, I'm doing it. So Bob Holly. I don't know. A lot of the guys were. I mean, when I traveled with Lance, we always tried to find a gym. And when I traveled with Al Snow, we always tried to find a gym. So a lot of the guys. Now, who would you say was somebody you enjoyed working out with and someone that you thought, eh, eh, I'm not doing their routine again? I liked working out. Uh, and I always I always trained really hard. So it'd be hard to find someone that I, I wouldn't want to do their routine unless they were Unless they were, uh, how should I put it, lazy in the gym. Okay. So how long would a workout session typically last for Jerry Lynn? You get in there, do you do you bullshit and walk around and talk to people? Or you just no. put your nose down and get your shit done? I get it done. Anyone who okay. says they're in the gym for three hours a day is wasting their time. So nice. but if I, I can, whatever body part I do, it would take. Usually uh, around 45 minutes. And then, uh, well, maybe a little less. That would probably include doing abs. But then I would try and get it in at least a, oh, how long would I need then? Probably a half hour to 45 of cardio. So you, I usually wasn't in the gym more than an hour and a half. Okay. Now, have you ever witnessed anybody like uh, Road Warrior Animal or Road Warrior Hawk or – Anybody who was just a, a gargantuan? Years ago in WCW, saw all of them. Uh, Steiners, Ming, Barbarian, um, who else? Seen in the gym, Warlord, um, a bunch of monsters. I've seen guys, <laughs> they would warm up, just warm-ups, like on the bench. Just throw on, you know, three plates aside crank it out for, you know, 12, 16 reps, throw another plate on each side, still warming up, another plate on each side, still warming up. And then I've seen them warm up with military press behind the necks with 315 was the warm up. No. Yeah, three plates aside, warm up, behind the neck military press. It was, a, it was insane the weight these guys were pushing years ago. Holy cow. Yeah. Who would you say during your time in wrestling – most likely was the physically the strongest person. Was oh, there any anybody ever known as, as just that guy is just physically just much stronger than everybody else? I don't I, – I couldn't tell you. I would think probably someone like Warlord was such a monster. Um, I don't know. It was hard to say. Everyone was so strong back then. A lot of big boys. Mikey. I know you said you may not have done a whole lot in the gym, but in uh, in the beginning of ECW, was there anybody that you knew that was just ridiculously strong or anybody that you knew that was just adamant about being in the gym like a gym rat? A lot of the guys were. Taz was working out pretty heavy back then. I would assume the Pitbulls would be. They looked like they were in pretty damn good shape. 
you knew the guys who were working out. Right. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Candido yeah. was always in great shape. Yeah. And if you ever want to fuck with Candido, say, Chris, looking good, man. You're looking a little lean. Looking good. Lean! And he would like, freak out, so I'm doing push-ups. <laughs> or just say, have you been sick lately? Looks like you lost your weight. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. That is terrible. Oh. So... With with ECW, obviously, we know a lot of times things were well, – at least it appears like things were kind of hands-off. You know, The office really wasn't saying a whole lot to the talent, unlike maybe a WCW or a WWE where they may say, hey, you look like you're putting on a few pounds. You might need to take a few off or, hey, you know, we need to see you build up your upper body a little bit more. Did Paul ever say anything to anybody as far as their appearance – or their physique, or do you think that was kind of another one of those layers about ECW is that, no, nah, not really. It was basically, you know, up to you. Yeah, it was basically up to you. As long as you could do your job, you didn't really give a shit. Yeah, as long as you can get over with the crowd. And, you know, Polly would use you according to what your strengths were. If you were, you know, uh, I don't know. If you weren't a body guy and you're more of a gimmick, he'd use you as in the right way. We had heard stories about how Vince had some issues with Kevin Owens. And Kevin always was the guy who would wear the, the T-shirt with the cut-off sleeves and the shorts. Never <clears throat> took a shirt off, stuff like And that's fine because there were a lot of guys who didn't take their shirt off. But do you think that's still as prevalent now in wrestling with, with companies being more conscientious about the the – physical display of the talent or do you think once again much like paul if you don't have it you just don't have it or do you think hey if you are not eating the best and you're, you're looking different they may step in and say something they might hint around and say you know i don't know i don't know what they would do now years ago they would just say you know especially if you were job seeking they'd say well you need to put it on a little size right simple as that interesting and i'd always wondered how the way ECW would look at bodies and look at people's workout regiments or lack thereof, if that had anything to do with their push or their marketability. But evidently it sounds like if they could get over with the audience, do what was expected of them, Paul would kind of be able to tweak what he was doing to kind of adhere to whatever they had. You are correct, sir. Indeed. So I know you said, Mike, you didn't really work out, but I'm sure you still you still did some stuff, correct? Whether it was the gym or whether it was just running in the neighborhood, you, you did something, right? Just cardio, that's it. Just cardio. Now, what would you do? Would it be in the confines of a gym or would you run around the neighborhood or just, you know, an exercise bike? What, what was your thing? He delivered snow cones to the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> I was I'm waiting sorry, for Mikey. that. I'm sorry. Oh, that was awesome. I uh, know it wasn't. I wasn't, was I wasn't fast enough to deliver snow cones because it would melt <laughs> by the time wow. I get to where they had to go, and I have to refund the money. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> you melted? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh. That is tremendous. So, in your career, I would Mike, run around my house. I would put on an Ozzy Osbourne concert, and I would run around my house doing a concert. Okay. Last week, like tribute, and I run around my house doing that. Nice. Wow. 
That's that's still a hell of a cardio workout. Because I can't just I can't just get on a treadmill or or I, I just no I couldn't. But if I just blast if I blast music and I run around doing the concert. Well, could you, do, could you do treadmill with an Aussie concert on? It's just it's just so fucking boring. I know, I know. Run and go nowhere. Like I just. Oh. Well, that's why. That's why I would do a lot of mountain biking because I hated doing cardio in the gym. Well, especially it's, years ago when there was no, you didn't have cell phones to put on something like YouTube or something or watch while you're doing your cardio. No, it's definitely much better now. Yeah. But it back in the day, it it was fucking awful. It was. And that's. And as my body started to hurt and break, and my knees started going really bad, any type of bending of the knees, running, or you know, even on the bike sometimes, it just was not fun. So I just stopped doing it. And then I got fat like a motherfucker. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what would you guys say? So if- Thirty pounds of shit in a hundred and eighty pound bag. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Mikey, you fat bastard. Eat a goddamn carrot. What would you say? We'll, we'll start off asking this to Mikey. And I think I know the answer, but I just want to get it verified. What would you say was your Chicken best? Farm. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. What would you say? What would you say was your best year? You said you you probably were in physical conditioning in your wrestling career. When I felt the best? Yeah, when you felt the best and you felt like, you know what? 94. I'm not getting winded. Okay. 94. Nice. My body broke down quick. So when did you start feeling the effects of the business? 94. <laughs> <laughs> that was my best year and my worst year. So, well, wow, that's – you did break down pretty quickly. Here's the thing with me is yeah. I'm a good bump taker. Mm-hmm. I like to take fast, bump, uh, crisp bumps. I would bump to the floor. No, no, you know, wouldn't land on my feet first. I'd, la- I'd land as flat as I could to, to make it look in, as good as I could. Those drop tie bumps. Yes. And I was <laughs> 185 pounds. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have any real cushion at that point to absorb anything. Okay. So it was, you know, you know, I'm not going to make excuses for it. That's just the way I did it, you know realizing that it was not exactly good for longevity as keeping my body in one piece and little by little, it just, it just broke down. So honestly, by like 98, I started to feel real shitty and I started to get heavier because I really couldn't do any. I like, it was just constantly, everything fucking hurt all the time. And I'm like, I just, I was losing my passion for it. And then we weren't getting paid. And then I was in the program with Lance and Jerry, and to me, it felt like I was the odd man out. You know what I mean? No. No, not not as far as you guys, but as far as the booking plans, it just seemed like I was just there to – I don't think there's a plan for me in any heel, baby face, kind of like a weird – like I never got a direction as to where it was going. So I was kind of – we were kind of just making it up as we went along because he never told me where we were going. No, I I didn't know either. That's what I mean. So it's like it was it's kinda of hard to plan to say, okay, well where's this leading to? Is this leading to like a swerve heel turn or is it like a real heel turn or like what was it? 
So yeah, I had that going for me. So I had the heat of an ice cube. <laughs> I had my body was breaking down. I felt like shit. We weren't getting paid. And then WCW called. And as as much as I bitch about it, as far as creative creatively and working wise, it was terrible. The paycheck was very good. And me not really working on full time for a year. I mean, I had like what seven eight matches. You know, it, it got me to heal up a little bit. And then when I came back to ECW in late 99, I was kind of recharged at that point. And that, that got me another year and a half. <laughs> did you did you ever seek any type of treatment out or anything like that when you were, quote unquote, healing up while you were in WCW? Did you do anything different to like, oh, man, I better start doing this or I may need to start taking this or anything to that nature? No. My body just enjoyed the rest. It's just my body liked not getting beat up. Right. So, I, you know, I, w- I would start doing a little bit of cardio again just to kind of keep myself. You know, I was never going to be a body guy ever. I just it was not my thing. It was it was not something I wanted to do. Like, you know, well, you know, my favorite wrestlers were like McFoley. <laughs> you, you know, so it's not like he, he was like, oh, I got to be shaped by cactus. You know, and just wasn't my thing so maybe if i if i worked out a little bit more i don't know maybe it would have helped me maybe aesthetically but i don't think it was going to help my my run at all who were the agents in wcw when you were there oh mike graham dusty jimmy hart arn anderson paul orndorff jerry taylor there were a bunch did any of those guys at any point in time ever t- try to tell talent, hey, you know, you might need to do this, you might need to do that? Did you ever hear of any stories like that where people might have been quietly hinted around about getting in better shape, or do you think that that was all done behind closed doors for the most part, if it was even said at all? No, I asked Jimmy Hart one time. I said, what do I have to do to get a push around here? Do I have to fuck up every spot like Kevin Courageous? He said, probably. <laughs> oh I said, "Well done." <laughs> Fair enough. Wow. In his defense, he had a body. <laughs> he had a body. It looked like a oh. million bucks. Wow. Wow. Jerry, same question kind of goes for you. Was there a specific year in your career that you thought you not only thought you looked great, but physically you felt, "Damn, I feel like I." Am at the peak of my performance. No, I never was happy with where I was at. From your physical body? Yeah, no. I always hated what I saw in the mirror. I always wanted to get better. Where do you think that originally stemmed? <laughs> I just never wanted to get worse. <laughs> Mikey was wanting to sustain, well, and Jerry was like, "No, this is this is dog shit." No, I mean, even if I if I missed more than two days in a row at the gym. I would get start getting angry. I hated missing the gym, but I, I was never happy with what I had. Okay, so outside of your body, when did you think, what year do you think when people look at Jerry Lynn matches, do you think you would tell people, look at this year? This year I felt like I, from a performance standpoint, could – I don't want to say could do no wrong, but was the best at what I did in the ring. I can't say because – I always knew I had room for improvement. There wasn't any period of time that you felt like you were 
doing well. Maybe not at your peak then. I'll, I'll kind of retweak it. But I don't you, think let, let, me, let, me, let, let me rephrase it. To, uh, to, what do you think your, were your best years oh, for God. matches, for match quality? What would you think? Would it be, you know, the, the late 80s, early 90s, ECW <laughs> time? Late eighties, <laughs> holy <laughs> shit! Well, that's when I started. Right, that's what I mean. So, it was yeah, like, was, was, like, was it the early nineties um, and like global? Was it the ECW era? Was it Ring of Honor? Um, was it TNA? Like, what did you think when you, when you look back at your 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 work? You look back and say, you know what? This this is where I hit. I feel like I hit my peak. This was like the best I was right here. I think there were different peaks and valleys because, you know, a lot of it depended on how you were feeling, if how banged up your body was and stuff. So, I don't know. I guess, you know, I had some good uh, matches in ECW, so like 99, 2000, and then early in uh, TNA. TNA, that's what I was going to say. With, you know, I had the feud with AJ Styles and some of them crazy you know x division matches so it's you know and a lot of it depended on who you're working with too right those would be that would be, for my, for me looking at jerry lynn ecw 98 99 that era there and then the first couple years of tna yeah i would, concur. I would agree because probably shortly after that well you know after after that run with tna and Ring of Honor, that's when my body, I really started feeling it breaking down. It was when I was at Ring of Honor. <clears throat> so Ring of Honor definitely was the time when you kind of felt like, you know what, this is uh, this is really starting to impact me more. Oh, yeah, yeah. Plus, you know, I was a spring chicken then, and I knew I had to kick it up a notch to keep up with them younger guys. It was hard. Did, did TNA ever say anything or Ring of Honor ever say anything about, you know, and I understand also because of your resume, they probably might not have said anything to you. But in general, would either one of those companies say anything to talent if they felt like eh, you're looking a little sloppy as far as your appearance? Do you think they would say something like that? Market baby, you look a little bit portly. <laughs> <laughs> no one no no one ever said anything but i i suppose they would just stop using you right if if they didn't say nothing or if they you had were, plans you were like always in decent you were always huh? in decent shape you were always in decent shape shape though i always tried to keep myself and i had to i don't yeah. know how you know if i didn't stay working out i would have fell apart so much sooner so what so you're I basically saying is this wrestling how, business is a mind fuck, right? Oh yeah, that too. It is. It's you know, there's times where it's very frustrating, and but you know, I always tried to keep it fun. Fuck yeah, you did. <laughs> but interesting. That's why that's why I like ECW so much because there really was no pressure. I mean, you go out there in the ring and do do what you have to do. That that was the pressure. But everything else, hanging out and having a good time with your friends, I mean, that's what it was for me. Yeah, it was fun going to work. Now, let me ask you on the flip side here. Do you guys know if no, someone... I, no, who... I don't feel like doing the podcast is the same thing. 
Oh my god. Tell me how you really feel. I feel like shit. Okay, I'm gonna throw out some names. I want you to tell me in just one word response, yes or no, if they stepped into a gym during their wrestling career. Okay? Everybody has to have stepped into a gym at least once. Well, at least once, but what I mean is on a consistent basis. Like this person would be in the gym. I don't want to say. Come on, it's not going to no. hurt anybody. Come on. I'll say. I'll, I'll say. Say. I'll do it. Go ahead. Mikey, you'll do yeah, it. Mikey okay. Do it. Sandman. Yes. Raven. Oh yeah. Remember yes. when he? Remember when he came back after WCW? He was fucking just, Jack. Jack. Yes. Shit. Yes. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, Balls Mahoney. Yes. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Um, the Dudleys. Yes. Okay. All of them, except Sanka. So it sounds like everybody, even if they weren't considered a quote-unquote body, was doing some type of weight training. At some points, yeah. Okay, interesting. Doesn't always appear visually, but I guess strength kind of... uh, Now, there are some guys you know that didn't go to the gym. The headhunters. They probably didn't go to the gym. I don't think they would have gone. Like Big Valpuccio. Big Big Valpuccio. I was just going to mention that. I don't think he went to the gym. I think he ate his friend Jim. Um, <laughs> so Big Valpuccio probably didn't. Um, the Headhunters probably didn't. Right. There's got to be. There's got to be other people. I mean, Big Sally. Mc Foley's <laughs> gone to the gym. Big Sally. He might have gone to the gym a couple times. He's lost a lot of weight. He has, but I will also say the thing about him is he's a giant. He's not necessarily just extra weight. He's a giant. He's, he's a very he's, big man. Yes, yeah. a very big person. Okay, I got. I don't think Paul you. Heyman went to the gym. Oh, that's yeah. I'll be the one who says it. No, I don't think he's seen the inside of a gym. Um, Abdullah the Butcher, Red Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling he was not a gym rat. That was his Red Lobster was his idea of a gym. There you go. But would you also say, Mikey, when you were in WCW, the training staff did a good job and took care of you? Or would you say, did you kind of conceal a lot of your ailments? Training staff. Did we have a training staff? WC when you when you went to WCW oh you, WCW oh, yeah. yeah WCW did you feel like they had a good training staff would you would yeah. you go up to them or would you conceal because I know you're a private person would you openly say something or not likely unless something was really bugging me that would be preventing me from working I I wouldn't say anything like when I when I jumped off the top rope and I landed mostly on my heel and I had a really nasty bone bruise on my heel mm-hmm. um you know i just had ice on stuff like that and kevin nash came over and said you see the trainer for that i go nah i'm just gonna ice it up he goes oh that's what they're fucking here for <laughs> put them to work so i went to the trainer he did some ultrasound on it and some of that deep massage stuff but called gashaw no <laughs> there we go it all comes full circle doesn't it all great I'll go fuck myself now. With the ram horn. With yeah. the ram horn. It doesn't have to be a ram horn, but there's a lot You're of different things. You're the one that said ram horn. Well, I did say ram horn because there's a video that they specifically use a ram's horn 
to uh, uh, Gashaw somewhere. Nothing to do with Gashaw. <laughs> you two are you're sick. My God, you need to see a doctor, but you need to see a, a one where you lay on the couch and look at the ceiling. God, I've done that. Damn. After a while, they, yeah. they said, Mr. Watson, there's really not much we can do here. OK, thank you very much. <laughs> oh, oh, man. By the end of one of those sessions, Mikey would have the notepad and a pen and the, the doctor be laying on the couch. Yes. It seemed, it seemed like it at times. My God. Um, yeah, I've seen, a, I've seen a few of those where they just kind of look at me like, okay, sure. <laughs> so do I come back next week? Uh, we'll call you. <laughs> we'll call you. <laughs> wow. Um, Jerry, I got a couple of uh, DMs this past week about uh, your fascination with uh, 90 Day Fiance, by the way. Really? Uh-oh. Uh, some people the said team. that they they have that as their secret obsession as well. So you're not by yourself. Oh, okay. I've watched it yeah. a couple times. It, it's easy to get addicted. Except my only my, – my one thing with the show is every week you only get like about 15 minutes of new – new stuff and they recap the previous show it's like it most majority of the show is recapping the week prior so that's Whatever the other go ahead what happened with that doofus that went to russia the fight that that one girl lana yeah lana? she actually showed up i know she showed up but last i saw oh was what did he say to her i don't know but they had the, the first part of the tell-all last night oh really the last yeah. one I saw was they, they went bowling. Oh, yeah. That was the last um, thing I saw. Gosh. He ended up proposing to her, and she said yes. But get oh this. Oh, here on we go. Tell all. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember if it was just a preview of what's going to – I think the second part is tonight, actually. But uh, they asked him if, when was the last time he had talked to her, and he said, like, a week. And here – he gave her a phone so they can talk anytime now instead of using the stupid computer app or <laughs> website or whatever. Right. So he gave her this new phone and she said yes. He gave her this engagement ring and still hasn't talked to her in a week. And she's still on all these different dating sites. It's like that's her job. And yeah. he won't, it won't sink into his head. He won't admit it. <clears throat> or he won't accept it or something like that. He was he was very fucking creepy walking around with yeah. a fucking trench leather trench coat. Oh, and every time he hugged her, he go, mm. yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Between that guy and Ed. Oh yeah. Oh, and the and the uh, the Indian guy who was going to marry that that fifty six year old lady. Oh, she, that's was, um, that's a uh, Usman and uh, yeah. Lisa. Yeah, he's from Nigeria, <laughs> isn't he? Or something like that. And she was scared that people were gonna think he got her knocked up. Oh yeah. Oh, oh god. Like lady. I, no one's oh. gonna think you're knocked up. <laughs> oh, and, and, wow. well, yeah, she's too old too old to get knocked up. Yeah. But uh yeah, she's gonna be those two are gonna be on tonight. I think part two is tonight. So she'll be going off cussing people out. She's just a. If she said I'm done one more time. Oh, I know. Oh God, just shut oh, up. She just does that to see if he'll chase her. It was. I kept saying, "Quit chasing her. Stop." Yeah. Jeez. 
I mean, I know cows are holy over there, but good lord. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. But he's he's a Yahoo boy. That's what they call him when they you know, try to get women and get over here and get their green card or something like yeah. that. It's so like he, Lana. Yeah. But backwards. Yep. Okay. <laughs> you know you know what Lana backwards is. Oh boy. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. I was gonna say Ramshorn. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is what wrestlers talk about when they're not doing wrestling stuff. Ninety day fiance. Just let that soak in for a minute. Oh wow. The show is insane. The people on that show are insane. It's crazy. So you're saying it's it's like an addictive car wreck that you cannot stop looking at because it's that it has so much debauchery. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Because how do you meet someone online you've never met them in person and you say you're in love with them and you want to marry them and that's like how? Okay. All right. I'm gonna throw this at at both of you. You're both single. Okay. In this hypothetical scenario, you're both Woo-hoo! single. Oh my god! You better hope that fucking door shut. Oh man. So you're both single. You're at the airport. You just got done with a show. You know, kids are asking for autographs, whatnot. And then you start walking, and Elle McPherson, we're talking Elle McPherson in her prime, walks up to you and says, "Hey, nothing. She's never done nothing for me." Elle McPherson. Nope. Who is that? Some tall, skinny model. No. Oh, oh, okay. Isn't she? Isn't she some tall, skinny model? She's not just some. I'm gonna pull up. I'm gonna put a picture in our group chat here. All right. What was Billy Joel's uh, uptown girl? What was her name? Christy. Christy Brinkley. All right. Let's throw Christy Brinkley in there. She walks up to you at the airport after a wrestling show. Says, "Oh my God, I love watching you on TV. I've seen you all the time." You know, let's – I love you, okay? I know that might sound a little weird and psychotic, but what would you say? I'm confused. That would be – If a girl walks up to you – it's just playing off the whole scenario that Jerry said. How can someone just walk up to you and say they love you, right? I'm just saying if if somebody just out of this fucking world walks up to you and says, oh my god, Mikey Whipwreck, I'm such a big fan of yours. You are single at the time. I I'm in love with you. I think you are amazing. That they don't I really say, mean love. I say I say. What do you want? <laughs> yeah. What do you want? Now who is who is the uh, the gal that was in that video? Stacy's mom. Oh, that was um, <clears throat> Rebecca Romaine. Was that her? Rebecca Romaine. Yes, she used to be Rebecca Romaine Stamos. That's Stacey. right. Stacy's mom has got it going on. Yeah, that. Who sings that song? Uh, not oh. Mike Freeland. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking. Like I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know that song. Is it something like Jimmy's Chicken Shack or something like that? I forget. <laughs> Jimmy's <laughs> Chicken Shack. I don't know. Did you have the detachable penis? <laughs> Oh my gosh! I'll look it up. Who's Kylie's mom? What's what's her mom? Lana's no mom. What said, is it? No one said Stacey. Kylie. Stacy's. 
Stacy's mom. Oh, it, it's the group's called Fountains of Wayne. That's if, it. That's if you've it. never, what did you say? Jimmy's Chicken Shack. <laughs> God darn, Jerry. That's not even that. That is not even remotely close. That is so far. Oh yeah, Jimmy's Chicken Shack. Yeah, Fountains of Wayne. Yeah, real close. Uh-huh. God darn it. If you would have said, like, John Wayne or something, I might give you oh partial credit. But Jimmy's Chicken Shack? No, I was thinking that. <laughs> what? So you've been hanging out at the Monster Factory? <laughs> I think so. Oh, my God. That is ridiculous. No, I was thinking of, like, isn't there a band called Jimmy Eat World or something yes, like that? Yes, Jimmy Eat yeah, World. That's what I was thinking of. Uh, I don't know where I got Chicken Shack from. Uh, I think you got the chicken because uh, Mikey with the, the parm thing. I don't the chicken know. parm. You subconsciously oh just thought about that. Uh, <laughs> that is. I'm, I'm still stuck on Lana's mom. I don't know what that song is. You haven't heard. No it one either. said Lana's mom. It's Stacy's mom. Oh right. I have, no idea what that, I have no idea what that is. This is a shit show. This week. <laughs> no one knows what the hell's going on. It's a fountain of shit. No one has a chicken check. All right, I just put a picture Uh-oh. of El McFay. Hey, rubber neck. You're trying to. <laughs> oh my god you're trying to tell me that if Elle McPherson walked up to you and said I'm in love with you who gives a shit if she's batshit crazy for saying that you're trying to tell me you wouldn't have a problem you'd have a problem with that I would yes have a problem no, with I'm going it. for a one word answer I wouldn't have a problem with it I just wouldn't believe that she loved me okay let's say you know she just I mean? wanted let's say she says I just want to ravage you you cool with that I don't know oh my god I am calling horse shit on This is a completely hypothetical situation. She's never done anything. I mean, she's never, I don't know. Freeland. Freeland. Yes, yes. You're talking to the wrong two guys about this. I know. Because when Jerry and I would go out, we would go out to have a good time and drink. Yeah. (laughs) And, and, And like we do on the podcast, act stupid. Yeah. Yeah, I can see. As we always said, Beavis and Butthead. Yes. So to ask us about what women we'd ravage, just yeah, whatever. No, they would ravage you, not you ravage them. I know you couldn't ravage them. <laughs> My God, after what you told me, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what did I tell you? You'd go through the salad bar, you'd slip and fall, and be like, no, help me. It wasn't Elle McPherson. Who's who's Billy Joel's girl? Uh, Christy Brinkley. Wasn't she in Vacation also? Yeah, she was driving the Ferrari next to Chevy Chase. Oh, by the way, speaking of movies, real quick, gentlemen, uh, for the very first time in my entire life, I saw Groundhog Day. My wife and I, uh, we decided to go ahead and pop it on Netflix. Oh, wait, for the I, first time? For the first time ever, and I want to get both your opinions. What do you think the premise of that movie was? The pandemic. Really? Oh. The premise, was, the premise was preparing me for the pandemic. The it was, it was no, to make him aside, realize what, what a piece of crap of a human being he was and to be better. <laughs> But see, here's the thing. I didn't think he was a bad guy at all. Wow. I thought he was just funny. He wasn't going out of his way to be mean to people. But he's just rude. Well, I mean, okay. Mikey, did you get that same takeaway? Fucking Tony Phil saw his shadow. You know what my takeaway on that was? What was your takeaway? Ned Ryerson. Oh, my God. You know what? Oh, my God. 
What did he? What was his takeaway? Ned Ryers. <clears throat> Phil. Insurance salesman. <laughs> oh, jeez, yes. I sure as heck fire remember you. That was a doozy. <laughs> oh, God. That, that guy's great. Steven Tobolowski. You know what? There is a band named Jimmy's Chicken Shack. I didn't say that they didn't fucking exist, Jerry. I'm just saying, you're like, yeah, it's Stacy's mom song. And I'm like, yeah. yeah Jimmy's Chicken Shack. I which... I wasn't sure. I said, isn't it that? And you started. Never mind. What? Okay. Oh, you started overreacting? I don't overreact. Jimmy's Chicken Shack, what do they sing? What are they known Detachable for? Detachable penis. No, they sing Hi. What else? Do Right. The video's taking a while to get started. Yep. You don't like it? Well, I mean, from a, from a sound standpoint, coming across on Skype off of your tablet doesn't really do it I justice. Right. I know. Mikey, have you, heard, have you heard of Jimmy's Chicken Shack? No. Neither have I. Okay. I'm going to have to listen to him, though. I'll tell you the worst. There are two bands that are the worst bands ever. I saw one of them. Who? Green Jello. Didn't they change their name? Yes, they had to change it to Green Jelly because of a lawsuit. Two bands I thought sucked. One man band? No. The the fucking Spin Doctors? What? Oh, and, o- and Oasis. I think you wow. struck a nerve. Oh, what? Oh, double nerve. Worst what? bands ever. Are you Are you literally out of your mind? Okay, Oasis you put, and the Spin Doctors? If you want to put the Black Crows. <laughs> oh. And, and and there's two more. Oh no. Four knob blondes. Oh no. And who do you the blowfish? Oh, oh, oh my god. Oh, oh my god. We may Mikey. get canceled now. Worst Uh-oh. bands of all time. We're getting canceled. Uh oh. Freeland's gonna have a conniption. I can't even believe this. Hootie and the blowfish, you're basically Sucks. saying absolutely. go fuck yourself. Absolutely the drizzling shits. Oh my god. So what do you think of Dave Matthews band? Nah, he's another annoying fucker too. That the oh. guy and that, that the fat guy with the harmonica, with the hat. Oh, you're talking Blues, Blues, Blues Traveler? Traveler? That guy too. Uh-oh. I am resigning from the show. Uh-oh. I cannot Is believe he... that. That's all. It's, yeah. I would do that two years ago. Fuck. Oh, there's a start of an angle. We got a feud. Are you? you know, you're you're you you are pulling my dick right now. You no, are not. No, you were not honestly telling me that you yes, honestly awful. feel like Oasis. Awful. The Spin Doctors, Hootie and the Blowfish. Champagne, right. Supernova, and get, 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 shut oh. the fuck up. If he's pulling your dick, turn off your video right now. <laughs> I'm pulling his dick, it's over. I can't even. I can't. I just. Jerry, you're going to have to jump in here. Like, I am. You I'm could say I'm anything. not a fan, but, like, they suck? Yes. That's, that is exactly what I said. Wow. Okay. Uh, I will tell you the worst I've ever seen live was wasn't Green Jello. They were fun to watch. They even admitted they you know were the worst band on the planet. But uh, uh, I saw Poison, Skid Row without Sebastian, and Vince Neil opened up, and Vince Neil was the worst I have ever seen in my life. He couldn't even get out a full sentence. 
What year was this? Oh, gosh, I don't know. It was a while back. So you're not saying that they're bad overall completely. You're just saying it was a bad performance. Yeah. Okay. I, I saw him on at least three, maybe four times, walk back to the drum riser, pop some pills, and down it with some beer. No. Oh, yeah, right in front of, right in the middle of the concert. Oh, shit. Yeah, we were in the third row. Did you, did you know that the big fat guy from Blues Traveler was in Spin Doctor? I did not know that. I, John Hopper? <clears throat> Popper. Popper? Popper? Popper, yeah. Popper, Popper, Popper. John Popper was in, Popper. Was in the Spin Doctors. Okay, it's, Mikey, it, do you like Gin Blossoms? No. Yes, I do. Who else from that era? They all suck. <laughs> wow. <laughs> fucking nuclear heat with our music <laughs> listeners. All right, fucking, you know who I'm a big fan of? fish. You know who I really like a lot is what? Big Head Todd and the Monsters. I never heard of that. You haven't? No. How about you, Freeland? Um, maybe maybe not, I might know a song over here, but I don't, I don't know who that is by the... Not super familiar, but I've heard of them, yes. Yeah. And you're you're but, a fan of them, you said, Jerry? Yes. I respect that. That's fine. It's hard to describe him. He's a good blues guitarist, I guess, but it's... I'm trying to think what was... Uh, Broken Hearted Savior was their big hit. Nice. Radio. But uh, they do a great cover of Boom, Boom, Boom. You know, a Boom, Boom, Boom. Great. Bang, bang, bang. You know that one? That old blues song? Are you looking them up? No, I'm, boom, I'm boom, trying boom. to find up something that Mikey might... Let's see here. Uh, How about... You, okay, so you didn't like the Spin Doctors when they had two princes? You didn't like that one? I don't know what the fuck that is. Oh, my God. Let me see if this is going to play, because if this plays... You're talking you're, to the world's biggest Aussie fan. No, I understand that, but you just don't live in the world of that. Like, you have to listen to some other shit, too. No, he doesn't. Oh, you know who else, you know, you know who else is fucking bad? Oh, what the fuck was that band's name? They were what? really fucking annoying. Readings are slipping as we speak. <laughs> is, who the fuck is this? I can't think of the guy. I can't think of the fucking band. But it's fucking annoying as all fucking hell. Do you have a picture? A song? Anything? Hold on. I guess I can find a song. Well, Freeland, what's... Yeah? Someone you didn't like. Somebody I didn't like? Yeah. Uh, okay. The one guy... I never liked Henry Rollins' band. Oh, yeah. This this is it right here. Oh, oh God. Every, Sugar Ray. Oh. oh. Okay. Yep. Yep. Done. Oh, boy. We're out. <laughs> You like Every that fucking turd Ferguson. You know what the other one is bad? The How Bizarre. How Bizarre. That's fucking shit, too. I, I just, I how can't. Bizarre, how Bizarre. D- yeah. Oh, God, please. <laughs> how Bizarre. Oh, God damn. Really, you probably like fucking Limp Biscuit too. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Front Row Material. If you enjoy Jesus what Christ. we are doing, please go ahead and shoot us an email uh, at frmpod at gmail.com, or you can hit us up with a review on iTunes. You know what? Let us know what you think about Mikey's uh, take on music. All the people that he's absolutely just buried in shit on, 
Let us know if you agree you like with them, him. Uh, you like them crash test dummies <laughs> song? That one? Once there was this guy who had a good shot and he shoved it up his <laughs> I think he electrocuted himself pissing on an amplifier during a concert once. See, that's legendary right there. Yeah. I think that's, I don't know. Something like who, that. Who was the guy in the 70s and the 80s? He was real um, – we talked about him once before. I think he was either on Phil Donahue at one point in time. Just crazy. He had like feces in his uh, – G.G. Allen. G.G. Allen. That guy had no talent. None. Oh, here we go. He had no talent. He had no business trying to produce music. Well, thank you very much. This has been another episode of Front Row <laughs> Wait a minute. My shitting on Gigi Allen has, is not going to affect any of our listeners. No, we're just starting to crap on everything now. No, I think things are great. Mikey's the only one who seems to be in a poo-poo mood. No, I like a little bit of everything, but... I like Limp Biscuit. Do you like Limp Biscuit, uh, Jerry? I like a few of their songs, yeah. Yeah. Chocolate water, hot dog water. Did you uh, meet him when we when Carino did that gimmick with him? No. Oh, you were in WCW probably. Even if he was, he probably wouldn't even stop to say hi, would you? Okay, did you like... uh, Still the worst band of all time, Who and the Blowfish. Oh, Oh, my God. Worst fucking band ever. It was bad the first time you said it, yet you had to keep bringing it up. Worst band ever. Well, then the guy comes back. Now he's a country guy, and he sings more songs. Because he's oh. that good, he can cross over and do different genres. Well, on that note, <laughs> I don't even know really where to go. Um, the Gashaw thing, though. No, I just wanted to bring it up this week because I wanted to know if either one of you guys ever had that type of treatment done before. You wanted to bring it up, all right. Jer- it turns out I did. And Jerry had Gashaw treatment done. Twice. Twice. By Chuck Tashe, right? In WCW. Nope. Now who? Who? In AEW? Yep. Well, you know what? Next time you should uh, you should tell him. You should be like, hey. I'm going to ask him. Is this what you call scraping? Is it something that people in wrestling do today? To keep their bodies in shape. (laughs) Well, no, because people of nowadays, I would assume, athletes, are taking a lot more precautions. They're doing a lot more... Not only holistic treatments for their bodies, but they're seeing the doctor on a more frequent basis. They're, they have better medical specialists. Am I correct? As opposed to when you were in global or oh, not. There were no trainers back then. Well, see, that's my whole point. All they did was give you a roll of tape and an aspirin. They wouldn't even give you that. You had to go buy it yourself. See, nowadays they have chiropractors, massage therapy. You guys have a massage therapist as well, I'm sure. Um, he sort of does the same thing. See? Look at that. It'll, it'll work on pressure points and stuff. Yeah. It works on fantastic. Yeah. All right, Mikey, what's uh what's on your agenda for the rest of the tonight tonight? You gonna you gonna eat anything or are you too uh too sore and tired to do that? No, I'm gonna go download some Hootie and the Blowfish. I'm really just gonna go sit there and jam out. And look for more tomatoes he couldn't find. I was gonna that's say good. those those things roll <laughs> everywhere. You better you better pick them up. That's why I have a dog. Uh-huh. All right, guys, I said it before, but I'll say it again. We do appreciate all your feedback. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you'd like to hear about as well. Um, 
Well, let us know. Have you ever had Gashaw done to you? Have you gone to a chiropractor and gotten realigned? Let us know about that as well. Don't like make me cry. I'm going to fucking hang up on you. <laughs> Is that his hootie impression? That's his hootis impression. <sighs> All right, boys. Say goodbye to everybody. Goodbye. Mike is not saying goodbye. He's not. He's no selling. Yeah. All right, guys. Catch you next week on Front Row Material. The world of NLW Radio never stops.